Hyde. And I'm Jay Posner. And we are on episode 102. Yay! That's an exciting milestone. Right. Now everyone that. after 100, I'm going to just be super excited. Well, when do we things. stop numbering? It just feels like you get to a number and it's... Then we just say, like, here's another one? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll get there sometime. Anyways, I digress. We have Dave Shorey with us today. Welcome, Dave. Dave is the Innovation Officer for the Municipal Innovation Council. And uh, I hear you've been doing a bit of a road show, a virtual road show, I guess we should say, um, in the last couple of weeks, visiting all of the partnering communities. So maybe I'll let you uh, kick us off and tell us a little bit about what you've been working on. The last time we did a show report on the Municipal Innovation Council, it was just a baby. So yeah. it's uh, growing and we want to hear all the great things that you've been working on. Right on. Well, thank you. And thank you again both for, for having me here. So um, uh, yeah, Dave Shore Innovation Officer and started about four months ago with a role working with the Municipal Innovation Council. And, and uh, over that time did a lot of discovery work over the last four months trying to, to reach out to staff within the, the municipal offices and really trying to connect with partners outside of the immediate region that are doing innovation work in municipal spaces. And, and um, some private industry partners that are, are really trying to support um, innovation in the municipal space. And, and I have um, so enjoyed being able to connect with everyone and really understand that what may have felt like insulated or individual problems within each municipality are in large part shared problems. Um, the, the membership in the Municipal Innovation Council is um, all within Bruce County right now. And, uh, and so being able to really, uh, in some ways, play connector and be able to facilitate those connections between those that have been working on very similar problems across the county uh, has been one of the, the pleasures of the job. It's been quite wonderful. And you and I are working on a project, but you also, like I said, before I get there, you presented recently a report to council that sort of outlined more specifically the sort of framework, and you're really good at setting the framework up so we understand it. Can you sort of do a very brief framework set for this? Yeah and then maybe talk about a few of the things that, and what we're looking at specifically. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I, uh, I could talk at length about the strategic framework and I'll, I'll do my best to control that, but the, the, the strategic framework um, that um, has shaped up over the discovery work period has really been about identifying these shared areas of opportunity that we really could be working on. So things like infrastructure and how to make sure that we're being resilient in either repairs or construction of new infrastructure. Um, looking at transportation and multimodal transportation networks. Looking at um, the influx of capital that's that's coming into the region uh, because of energy, agriculture, tourism, and more recently a bit of an urban exodus into these rural spaces. And, and all of that begs the question around community readiness and how do you develop sustainably for the future. So those are some of the highlights. Um, one of the big pieces that um, and, and the early projects that we've been able to make some headway on is, is with the Town of Soggy Shores and um, the Attainable Housing Task Force. And Jay, you've been doing some wonderful work along with Vice Deputy Mayor Mike um, Myatt and, and a, a, a large group of people, advisory group that's um, been pulled together to really understand what the issue is here. What does it mean to residents or, or um, people that want to live in Soggy Shores? Uh, the ways in which the Municipal Innovation Council has intersected with that work is I'm able to draw on connections from my previous career working in post-secondary education and um, being able to see if there are subject experts that can add a different level, level of understanding or a different dimension um, to the work that you're doing. Um, but they also see, so in this particular case, the University of Waterloo's planning department um, 
has been really keenly interested in partnering with Sunny Shores, but they also are interested in partnering with other member municipalities within the Municipal Innovation Council because they see this as uh, a rural and urban issue and uh, are, are really looking for ways to, to one, find applied research opportunities for their students, but that they can really um, create a, a rural voice um, in the issue around attainable housing because it is a shared concern across our members. Yeah, well, you talk about working with it, it's sort of looking at another perspective. Of course, it's a university perspective. I, I like, and I think this the MIC lends itself to this too, be, is that we're going to be getting sort of looking at the way municipalities can learn from not just say planning, because we do planning now, but let's say we'll look into sports science. Are there elements of sports science or statistics that we can reapply to the community or look at? the engineering side and it's not a civil but it means like if there's there a mechanical engineering that can somehow the process of thinking through that can then be applied I, I think mm -hmm. there's an excitement there uh, that I see and maybe not year one but when we get to year two year three or whatever you know yeah I, I totally agree and I really I appreciate that reflection that, that around I think there are a lot of um, a lot of folks and in particular when we reference post-secondary I think there are a lot of people that are looking to partner they're looking for opportunities for applied research, and it doesn't necessarily need to be discipline-specific, that there is some new learning that we could be taking from many disciplines and being able to apply it to what are sticky or wicked problems, um, complex problems that we're working to solve in, in different ways. And that actually speaks to the second portion of the strategic framework. So I've identified some of the areas of opportunity, but in order to make any progress on those things, where I find that I've spent a lot of my time has been focusing on these strategic capabilities. What are our capabilities that we either have or need to um, invest in? What knowledge and skills, what competencies do we have internal to the organization by way of the staff that are working in municipalities? Or how do we need to reach out and find subject experts and be able to bring them in? Because we've been looking at things like um, you know, engaging in communities of practice, forming these communities of practice, economic development officers across the region, the ways that they could be working together, and um, the ways that we could build a community of practice around that, and be able to connect those folks to those that are doing the work outside the region. So that's an example of where we're focusing on, or I'm focusing on skill development, knowledge development as a way of, of tackling these areas of opportunity. It's so amazing to have the collaboration of all the partners to come together and focus on you know, local issues and finding local solutions. Um, we know that when we work together, we can solve problems more efficiently and come up with some really great solutions. Is this model unique to Bruce County or is it had been, has it been done in other areas? Was there inspiration from somewhere else? Can you talk a little bit about how this came to be? Yeah, so I, um, I came on as the innovation officer middle of August. There were um, a lot of conversations that happened prior to my arrival. Um, connecting to those uh, in places like Kitchener or in Guelph that have innovation hubs that are in the in the, the context of Kitchener, digital Kitchener is really focused on digitizing and looking at digital transformation as a way of affecting. That makes sense for that region. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, certainly being able to to leverage things like Communitech and you know that's a real example uh, or a win. Um, the Municipal Innovation Exchange in, in the city of Guelph, they have partners in the city of London and Barrie. And so there's a, another example um, that I know was looked at and, and those that worked there were able to provide some early support. And I was able to connect with those folks early on too and they've been so supportive. In the rural context, I think this is unique and, and I'm only 
um, making that assessment based on the reflections of those that I've just referenced and some other networks that are formed. There are networks, professional networks, that are looking at innovation in rural spaces, but um, to take a look at the ways in which um, lower tier have been able to work together with the upper tier in this particular model, um, I, I haven't too, heard too many other examples of that. But you, you know, you're, you're, I find that if nothing else, this is creating space. This is preserving space for collaboration to occur, for um, people to find inroads to tackle these complex problems in shared space with shared resources and a shared mandate. And um, yeah, I think that your reflections on that are, are, are on point. And I think that's what's energizing for people, that there is now this space because staff teams are so lean. I mean, you're, you're swamped, especially this year, 2020, pandemic response and recovery has really stretched people. So if we can create a space for people to find um, an opportunity to collaborate on these things that have either lived on the side of a desk or are very pressing, they just can't find the bandwidth, then, then I'm happy for that to be um, here for them. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting opportunity to be able to set the standard for rural innovation as well. We have that opportunity to to really show people what it could look like and what can be accomplished when lower tier municipalities collaborate with the upper tiers in, in rural settings. As we look towards 2021, I think everyone's pretty uh, done with 2020. <laughs> so what do you see for the next year of the Municipal Innovation Council? Do you have anything coming on down the pipeline you'd like to tell us about? Yeah, well, I, I think that there is, we've made reference to attainable housing and the work being done with Soggy Shores. I think that that project is going to grow and expand. We've referenced um, uh, another project with the University of Waterloo, the Masters of Economic Development Program, and the applied research opportunities with students in the spring and summer. Um, so those are our wonderful um, partnerships with post-secondary. Beyond that, taking a look at things like um, uh, topographic mapping and, and being able to procure a software solution that actually extracts a lot more value out of data that we get on a, every five years. Um, and uh, there is an opportunity there uh, to be able to really provide a lot more information to our planning departments and, and to really have more evidence-based decision-making around where there are assets that are at, at risk for flood um, and are, are a particular threat and the ways that we can actually make planning decisions around it. So there's another example of a project. We've um, been able to take a look at some digital signature solutions. You, you know, everyone's done with 2020, but I'm not so sure the realities of 2020 are done with us. And so as we move into 2021, um, looking at an electronic signature solution is something that we've been able to gather some information about. Uh, looking at trying to create more pathways for students that are in university and college um, for co-op opportunities up in the region so that we can start to, to think in different ways about our workforce planning strategy, but then also, you know, I grew up in Southampton and I needed to leave like almost everyone else who wanted to go to the University of College. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily want to leave the region, but had to leave the region. So how do we create opportunities for young people who have left the region, who have gone to post-secondary? How do we how do we create pathways to get them to come back? So I'm, I'm actively working on that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot actually. That, it's, it's almost too much in some ways, um, because and that's a good problem to have, uh, quite frankly. There's just a lot of momentum in, in many places. The, the, the thing that's coming to a close um, that was a big focus in the middle of 2020 was around the Solid Waste Management Service Review, working with Dillon Consulting to take at exactly take a look at that um, waste services, waste management services in each of our municipalities. They've done a, a, an extensive review of what those look like. 
and then provided some recommended next steps on how could we possibly work together, find new efficiencies, improve service to our communities. Um, so that one uh, is very close to final in, in its report and it'll be released in the new year. So we're quite excited about that too. Oh, that's exciting. Congratulations. It's amazing to me that you mentioned, you know, the the challenges and the opportunities that 2020 has presented. We had the mayor on our last episode and we were just discussing how 2020 has shaken up so many things, but not all of them have been negative. There have been a lot of really innovative solutions that have come out of the pandemic. Things have changed at a rapid speed where maybe they would have taken years or decades to change um, if we had not had the pandemic. So it's interesting to see how that has also affected the work that you're doing in the Municipal Innovation Council as well and being able to accelerate some of the ideas and initiatives and present new challenges and new opportunities as well. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. It's been it's been really disruptive and challenging and I think everyone's been running a marathon at sprint pace for the last eight, nine, ten months. But at the same time, it has presented really positive outcomes. Um, digital transformation, you just, you know, at the very beginning referenced, I've been doing a, a road show. It's been a Zoom show of sorts. I've been able to actually move between King Cardinal here on Kinloss and Brockton and Northern Bruce Peninsula in a matter of minutes uh, just because I've been uh, able to call it over Zoom. So there's ways in which we've been able to collaborate and connect a lot more effectively because of this kind of disruption. And I think that's actually lent itself well to making some progress with the Municipal Innovation Council because people are, are looking for ways to connect. Well, in that spirit, we want to continue to connect. We want to make sure the connection is maintained. So, Dave, thank you for coming on. We're very fortunate that you share the intellectual space with everybody in the, in the area, but your physical space, you know, we're ex extra fortunate because you're located right next to our offices. Thank you for coming on. We want to say extend an open invitation. If you, even if you uh, have nothing to, to talk about, we're going to have you come on again. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd love to be here. I kept in touch, I kept connected to Sogging Shores while working and living in Waterloo through this podcast and I emailed Jay to say that and that's where this I understood come about but it's true, I, I was listening and colleagues were curious as to what I was listening to but I wanted to keep connected with what Well then we have a higher standard, I mean as high a standard as your sweater it has and you can't see it because uh, Laurier uh, colors, we want to continue that in, uh, in 21 so uh, Heather anything else to add? Or, uh... No, just keep listening to the show report and we'll keep bringing you some amazing content. Thanks.